0: The Gone Outdoor Radio here on Kello News Talk and KWSN in Sioux Falls and KFGO, the mighty seven ninety in the Fargo Moorhead area. Scotty Brewer, Kyle Ager, Brewer Agri Outdoors, and in this segment we're gonna chat with an old, old friend of ours. And by old old well, He's not that old. It's not because he is very advanced in age, because he's been a friend for a long time. Um, he is a competitor, a very, very strong competitor, uh, Mr. Brian Bjorkman. NWT, professional walleye angler, um, all-around great guy and a very, very strong family, man. Welcome, Brian. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. So tournament angling, you started tournament angling years ago. Um, You've done pretty much everything. You've fished a lot of local tournaments, which you still continue to do so. You fished MWC with your family for a long time, uh, jumped into, which is kind of a semi-pro league. Then you jumped in full Full parole now, you are a full time, well, not full time, but you fish full time with the NWT, travel that circuit. So, and you spend a lot of time helping the area youth with Lake Agassiz. You know, you do it all from every level of fishing. You're out there doing it, every level of competitive fishing. For you, what has been the drive
1: to dedicate your life, so to speak? to tournament fishing you know it started back in nineteen ninety four i guess i mean i'm a real competitive person in in, in in that way but uh... it just it started way back Um with with started fishing tournaments and i kind of went on and started fishing the nwc you know and uh... and i just kept it going you know and i still you know i fished the MWC with my dad for i don't even know how many years now it's been but uh... I just wanted that next level i kept wanting to have more and more every uh every year that went by and finally we just came to a decision that we were gonna you know start into the the national stuff and and not really look back you know but i still have my my roots you know still planted here in the the fargo area and i like to compete at as many local tournaments as i possibly can providing my schedule allows that but other than that, it's 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 still good, and it's good to be involved in these these youth that are coming up. You know, the the next generation of fishermen, um, and I am glad to be involved with the Lake Agassiz High School Fishing Group over here. It's it's been it's been challenging, but it's been rewarding at the same level. Watching these kids smile and 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 doing what they love to do because I really love to do it. Otherwise, I really wouldn't do this. Competition just adds that much more to this at you know, at the end of the day, but.
0: And Brian, you're, you're passing down that passion, uh, and it's not only to your own kids, it's to a lot of the other kids that are in that league. And you do a lot of it because, you know, by, by being in the boat with them, but also by setting an example on some of the other tournament events that you participate in, both locally and nationally. How long have you been fishing the NWT? Just to, to kind of get a picture how long that's been.
1: You know, I started, well, the NWT isn't all that old, but I started fishing at the national level, I believe it was in 2003. So we're looking at around 20, 20 years, I guess. Was that with the FLW Tour? It, it started with the P, I, I, at the tail end of the PWT, and then we started with the, the RCL at that point, okay. and then the FLW, and then it's changed a couple different hands throughout, the I guess, the years, and now we're with the, the National Wally Tour now.
0: If you could fish... Any tournament. Let's say you could fish one tournament next year. Only one. Which would be your favorite one to do? Would it be a local one? Would it be a national one?
1: Specific body of water?
0: Specific body of water.
1: You know, that's a hard question to it's answer. That's a very tough question. You know, and I've never really thought about that. I mean, because these local ones that I partake in, is, is strictly fun. It's not about the money for me here. It's literally just going out there and seeing friends, seeing family, and, and going out and having a little competition on the side. You know, it's hard to beat the local lakes around here. I know them. Uh, I, you know, we, we do fairly well in them. It's hard to compete with some of the younger generation now because they're just getting to be that good. But, you know, I like to go to all bodies of water though. I mean, on the national side, we got Lake Erie. That's, that's, you know, next year on the schedule. That's it's (laughs) It's a fun fishery. I mean, it's, it's one of those that I, I like to change it up though. You know, I mean, there's different techniques, different bodies of water that you're going to use certain techniques. So going to a lot of different places, allows you to fish different ways, and that's what keeps it fresh. So
0: how much knowledge have you gained by fishing tournaments? By going to all these different bodies of the water, you got to learn new
1: techniques all the time. All the time. I mean, everything is changing, um, especially now with the forward-facing sonar that we're dealing with. I mean, we're getting to look at fish and how they react to certain bites, and we're, we're learning at a fast pace right now, especially in the last couple of years but yeah there's there's a lot of techniques that that I've learned over the course of years that you're not going to learn around here you know and like part of it is just going all like last year I think we went over not last year the year prior to that so that would have been in 2021 we were out in dunkirk new york fishing lake erie fishing 70 feet down i mean i don't really have any equipment that would really go that far other than maybe throwing out as much lead as i possibly could but you know we were using dipsey divers and i know that's probably some old school technique that's been used for a long time it's just that i've never really had the opportunity to, to use that i'm not i don't fish salmon i so here I am, I'm going out to Dunkirk, New York, thinking on, on trying to learn this fishery, and I know that these fish are deep, and I know this is what they use, so I'm watching, this is me, I'm supposed to go out there and fish a professional walleye tournament. The best of the best. Best of the best, and I'm watching YouTube videos, trying to figure out how to operate these Dipsy Divers. <laughs> And so it's just one of those things that I put up, you know, you got to have a a fast learning curve. And it really wasn't all that hard to do once you got the concept of it. And I ended up taking, I think it was an 11th place out there, you know, it was the championship. So, you know, I learned well and they worked well. It was a lot of fun learning a new technique. And that's what I like about fishing the national stuff is because I'm never doing the same thing any tournament that I go, and even if I go back year after year, if the if the tournament is held in the same area, we're usually doing something different because it's a different time of year. It's it, it, something has changed, whether it's flooding, whether it's not flooding. We're always looking for that, you know, that that great area or whatever. Okay, so you know you're fishing at the highest level,
0: and you're fishing against some guys that have been in the in the national tour for many many years. But let's be honest. As you talk about uh, YouTube, you talk about forward facing sonar and a quick learning curve. Brian, if you can look ahead over the next decade and and you see this wave of, of student anglers and collegiate anglers coming into the ranks of the professionals, where are things going to be here in the
1: next 10 years? Boy, the sky's the limit, you know, with the technology that we have going on with the spot lock, with the forward-facing sonar, with just being able to see the the reaction of the fish, you know, when you're throwing certain baits in front of them. Um, these kids, I mean, I almost, you know, I've been doing this for a long time and I and I felt like... You know, as these younger guys coming onto the, the tour, right, I felt that they had, for the first time, I felt like they had the advantage because I wasn't really part of that. Yeah, I, I would look at this forward-facing sonar when it first came out, you know, and I really wasn't really grasping it. Well, I was grasping it, but didn't really know how to use it. I was that guy that would turn the depth finder on, and that's all he would do is look at the depth. You know, these things are giving you a lot of information, and unless you know how to read it, it doesn't really mean anything. They decide what to do with that information.
0: Um, so the NWT this year, the 2024 season, we got Lake Erie, like you mentioned, Mississippi River in Minnesota, Green Bay, Secauille, uh, then the championships on Lake Huron. Um, if anybody wants to find out more, they can go to outdoorteamworks.com, get more information on the National Walleye Trail. Uh, if you want more information on Lake Agassiz High School Fishing League, uh, you can go to the Facebook page there if you want more information on the Classic Cup tournaments, which Brian has fished for many, many years, and I'm pretty sure um, it's going to be very difficult to get him to stop fishing them. You can get that information at com. Brian, uh, any parting words on tournament angling? If you want to pump somebody up, get somebody excited that's never fished a tournament, what would you tell
1: them to get them to start looking for a
0: tournament to fish for their first?
1: Time? You know, the first tournament that uh, that I would probably do is something maybe that you're pretty familiar with, you know, a technique that you do. But put yourself in that situation where you got to go find fish on a particular day in certain weather conditions and, and just make yourself do it. You'll find that it's pretty enjoyable some days. Some days it's stressful. But uh, I tell you what, it's very rewarding in the end when it all comes together.
0: Yep, and I would say... Bring somebody that's a very close friend of yours as a partner to a two-person tournament, which most of them are, most local ones are, whether it's your best friend or possibly a family member that you will really, really enjoy making those memories with. Brian,
1: we really appreciate you coming on Gone Outdoor. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate the invitation to come out here and and just have a conversation with you guys. Thank you. Stick around. We'll be back with more Gone Outdoor after a short break.